Sports Info, the Devin Dixon Show, 4 to 6 on Sports Radio 97.7 ESPN. From the TDS Cable for Business Studio. If it's all right, Welcome back, sports fans. Devin Dixon Show with Andy Thompson. And time for the Dixie State Trailblazer Coaches Show. And we've got the man himself jumping on with us here. After a great start to the Division One era, John Judkins, Trailblazer head coach. 2-0, buddy. How are you? Oh, damn, I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, man, I'm doing great. Uh, put that undefeated record on the line on Saturday. First road game of the season against uh, Denver. We'll talk about that game in a second, but let's go back to those first two wins, Coach. I mean, nice to get that very first win in your first try against North Dakota, and then to follow it up with a nice blowout win over St. Catherine has to feel good for you and the team to finally get out on the court and grab some Ws. Yeah, it was just nice to uh, to play against somebody different. Um, and then they've been working hard in practice. And, you know, you want to see if your offense is going to work. And, and so it's nice to, to go against somebody that doesn't know what offense we're running. So I, I was really happy on Wednesday. Uh, North Dakota is a good team, and uh, I was very happy with that one. And then they turned around and played Minnesota on uh, on Friday and uh, battled. It was a one-two point game with two minutes to go. They lost by seven. So, um I think that's a big win for us and for our program to get the Division One thing going, and and I think our guys were were really excited with that with that win. Yeah, absolutely. Seventy four, seventy three. Final score maybe a little bit closer th- th- than it felt because they hit a buzzer beater three at the end to close the gap. But a win is a win. Uh, and then St. Catherine, your former assistant coach, uh, is now the head coach, and and you showed him no mercy in that second half, especially, coach. <laughs> Yeah, that's how it worked. No, that one was uh, that was supposed to be our first game. We uh, we scheduled that on the 28th of uh, of October, um, and then or excuse me, of November, and then um, you know then Weaver State had a conflict with their schedule, so we switched those two, and then Weaver State had to cancel because of the COVID. So that would have been a good first game for us, just to kind of get the jitters out, try to get everybody a chance to play. Um, and then all, but then all of a sudden things change, and we have our first D1 game as our first game. So it was fun to see that. I've got a couple of guys in that didn't get a play on Wednesday, which was nice. And, uh, you know, Jacob had a great week for us with uh, getting making the, uh, you know, uh, what player of the week in the WAC. Uh, I thought that was a big accomplishment for him, and, and I thought he had a good weekend. So, again, it was good. Uh, we'll take it. We I, I challenge my guys every day to get better, and um, I thought I saw that on Saturday. And now we we've had a week of practice to get better for for Denver, and we hope that we're ready to go on Saturday for that one. Yeah, let's talk about that game just a little bit. And fans, uh, we will talk with Jacob Nichols here in just a few minutes, and we'll hear from him. Great start for him, uh, obviously, like Coach said, with the Player of the Week award in the WAC. Uh, Let's talk Denver. Tell us what you know. How how tough is this going to be? And for some of your newcomers, uh, this is their first road trip, Coach. Yeah, road trips are always hard just because you get out of your comfort zone. Um, We'll we'll be flying up to Denver on uh, Friday. Uh, We play a 1 o'clock game, which is good and bad. It's good because you get home at a good time. Uh, It's bad where it's just everything's rushed. You know, trying to have pregame meal, you're trying to do the scouting report film, you're trying to do everything you can to, to get prepared. So it's it's a little different. And then up there, they're not letting any fans in at all. Um, and so, you know, it's going to be a quiet gym, and it's going to be fun to see if our guys communicate and talk. Uh, but uh, a little different than we're, uh, than we're used to. So 
Uh, they're a good team. Watching them on tape, they got a two guard and off guard is really good. Leading scorer kind of has the green light. Uh, can do it all. He drives it. He shoots it. Uh, one that we got to be ready for. And then they got another four man uh, that likes to pick and pop and and shoot a lot of threes. And we kind of saw that a little bit with uh, North Dakota. Um, the kid that played, you remember he played Division Two, did that on us and and hurt us. So. We got to do some things differently there, but I, I like it. I like our chances. I like uh, what I see that we'll have to adjust to to their defense, guarding our ball screens, how they do it. They do it a little bit different than uh, than what we're used to. So we tried that today to change it up, and I think our guys will will be ready for that. We'll show that to them on film as well. And uh, but again, good good experience for us to go on the road, play a team that I think we have a chance to beat. Um, and uh, we're going to give it everything we got to, to come home with the win. Yeah, you mentioned Jace Townsend uh, in just two games. He's averaging 20 points a game. He's got the green light. Who who gets the response? Have you figured out kind of who gets the main <laughs> responsibility trying to guard him most of the time? Uh, the whole team. But uh, right now, Dason will probably start on him. Uh, but we'll we'll throw a lot of different looks at him. Sometimes you put a a longer uh, longer guy like Frank or Jacob or somebody like that on him. Uh, might cause a little bit of problems, and so we'll we'll look at that. Trying a lot of different uh, different lineups. We still don't know. I mean, Deb, we've played two games, and we're still trying to find our our lineup. Um, you know, Hunter Hunter's back now, playing with us. So we'll see about him, and and then we got Trevin back for that game on Saturday. So, you know, we're going to try a lot of different things again. Try to keep everybody fresh. Uh, that's the big thing I see is just um, you know when we haven't started this long with this COVID. A lot of guys are still not where they need to be shape-wise, and so we're trying to keep everybody fresh and, and throw good different guys at this guy. Coach, what have you been most impressed with? Obviously, we talked about Jacob Nichols being the player of the week and stuff like that, but through two games, he's got a bunch of points, a bunch of rebounds, uh, passing it well. Um, what have you liked most about his game so far? Um, well, he always brings the energy. Um, we love that about him. Um, you know, I love... He did some things in that Wednesday game I thought was really good. We talked about it at halftime. They started to kind of uh, trap our wing on our ball screens, and we said, hey, the slips are open. And, and you know, he did exactly that. He came out, adjusted to what we talked about, and, and got some really easy baskets by slipping to the basket and, and getting some twos and ones. I just I love his defense. His defense is good. He can guard almost anybody one through four. Um, when he guards a five, he, he gives everything he's got. He just he gives up about five to six inches almost on every post guy. But he plays a lot bigger than he than he is. And so just the energy, uh, last year you saw it at the end of the year uh, coming off the bench. And right now he's starting for us and, and doing well. So, you know, I, I love this team right now is because we're, we're taking advantage of different matchups or different guys get hot. And, and those two games they saw Jacob was doing some good things. We kept kept getting him the ball, and that's that's good as a team. And then you know, next game it might be somebody else, and we'll find them. So it's it's good. It's fun to coach a team like that. You know, the three point shot in that North Dakota what wasn't on. Uh, your three point defense against St. Catharines was on. You hold them O of eighteen, coach. Can you ever remember a coach? Whether you're coaching your son's Pee Wee team to Dixie State University. Have you ever, can you ever remember holding somebody without a three-pointer in a game? Well, how, have they shot how many, 18 of them? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, like I said, it's pretty rare. I mean, the game's changed so much now with uh, the three-point shot. Back when I played, it probably wouldn't, it wouldn't matter because we didn't really shoot <laughs> a lot of them. But now 
now they really do. They shoot a lot of threes. And, you know, I think our defense was good. I think that's number one. Number two, I think moving the line back this year a little bit more. You kind of take out the average three-point shooters because of that. And uh, I think that helped us a little bit too as well. But, uh, you know, we're trying some different things this year of closing out, uh, making those guys put on the ground or kind of get out of their comfort zone. And I thought that game, we did a good job of that. Any concern about your three-point shot? I mean, in the St. Catharines games, you went bonkers, but that first game, it was just, you know, one one made three-point. You keep the streak going, but uh, you you got a lot of faith in your guys shooting the, the long ball, right, Coach? Yeah, we tell them if they're open, we expect them to shoot them. Um, I thought the first game, the first half, we, uh, we were shooting tough threes, kind of contested threes, and then the second half, we did a better job of, we always say go inside first, go inside, and then back out. And once we started to do that, then our guys started to knock them down. But, I, I mean, I want them to have confidence in their shot. If they're open, um, I take an open three-point shot any day uh, over a two-point open shot. So, But we got to have an inside game first. And I think sometimes teams start to shoot too many threes, and if they don't go in, then you get blown out. You know, So we we got to attack the middle first, see how they collapse, and then uh, it opens up the outside game. But I – I think we got some great three-point shooters on this team this year. Big discrepancy, and I know that's based on matchup, but the first game against North Dakota, you, you take just 10 threes. In, in the game against St. Catherine, you guys took 29 and made 12. Is there a happy medium, or, or is that just dictated by your opponent? Uh, it's dictated by our opponents of how they guard our pick and rolls, how they guard. Those guys, St. Catherine's played a lot of a 2-3, or excuse me, a 1-2-2 or a 3-2 zone. And so sometimes when you turn, I mean, Jacob had a good game. Jared had a good game. Hunter had a good game inside. So they started collapsing, double teaming, and really packing it in. And then it opens up the the outside game. Ahmad hit, um, uh, yeah, Ahmad hit two threes wide open that, you know, that's one thing he can really do is shoot the ball. And, and uh, it was nice to get him a couple shots. So it really just depends on what the defense takes away. And then we gotta we got to respond on the other stuff. John Judkins with us, Dixie State Trailblazer. Men's basketball team off to a 2-0 and start on the road this Saturday, 1 o'clock. Uh, we'll have it for you. Me and Mike Olson will bring it to you 1 o'clock right here on 97.7 ESPN. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, Coach, let's talk a little bit about the schedule next week because you got two big in-state matchups. And I know you're taking it one game at a time, but we might not catch you uh, on the Coach's Show uh, b- before at least that Tuesday game against Utah State, your alma mater. Got to ask you about that a little bit. You probably are excited. They're going to have, it looks like, at the BYU game, they had about 1,600 fans, so they're allowing some fans. So that'll that'll be nice up there in the spectrum. Yeah, it'll be fun to go back up there. I haven't been up there since I played. And, um, you know, we've, we've tried to, to get games with all the D1s uh, in-state when we were D2 and just didn't have a lot of luck with it. Um, and so now we, we got a chance. We, now we are D1. They're willing to play us, and, and we appreciate Coach Smith doing that. And right now we're we're planning on it, but with this COVID thing, you just don't know. But watching them against BYU, I thought they did a great job of taking things away from BYU. And, and they, they played them right down to the to the wire. And I think BYU is one of the best teams in the, in the Western Coast Conference. So uh, we know we got our hands full. Like you said, uh, we're just excited to go play a team like that. Um, but like I said, we, we haven't even done any preparation for them at all. It's just been on the on the Denver game. Uh, but that next week, we told our team that you know we gotta we gotta come. We got three games in, in a whole week, so we got like four games in ten days. We talked to them yesterday about it, and 
they got to be tough and, and play through it. But it's trying to get us ready for conference because we at conference we do that. We play back-to-back, and we don't have a lot of time to to rest, and so we have to adjust on the fly. And, and that next week's going to be definitely that. Yeah, next week, uh, Tuesday at Utah State. Thursday, oh, yeah, how about at SUU? Todd Simon's got his team off to a great start. Uh, they've lost just once this year, and they beat Montana back-to-back in their yeah. Big Sky openers last weekend. Coach Judkins hanging out with us here. Back to Denver j- just for a second, Coach. Uh, they do play Wyoming tonight. I'm sure that's going to be a big part of your scouting report. You'll see that game tonight. And for fans out there that want to take a look at that, I think it's on the Mountain West Digital Network. Yeah, we. I mean, we got most of the stuff from the first couple of games or from last year, but you're right. We're going to be all over that uh, as coaches trying to – see if they put anything in new that we didn't see before. Um, but, yeah, we'll definitely get our guys. Like Tomorrow we have one more good day of practice tomorrow. Um, and then Friday it's going to be more of a shooting kind of thing, going through stuff, and then we leave Friday afternoon. So we got one more good day to, to prepare for them, and luckily tonight we'll be able to see that. Coach, always great to talk to you. Um, keep it rolling, buddy. Off to a great start in the D1 era, my friend. All right, we'll get it go. Appreciate you guys. All right, let's bring on uh, Jacob Nichols, uh, who's joining us live here on ESPN Radio. Mentioned it earlier, but worth mentioning again. He was named the WAC Player of the Week, the POW. And Jacob joins us now on ESPN Radio. Jacob, congratulations, first of all, man. Did you did you think, did you have any imagination you'd be Player of the Week in your first two games? Uh Oh, thanks for having us on, guys. No, I didn't really have that feeling too much. Uh, you know, we just came out, played hard those first two games. Uh, the most important thing was to end up in 2-0. and That was the goal going into that week. So uh, to get 2-0 and is obviously the best feeling in the world. Uh, and then obviously to get the privilege to be player of the week, obviously is a good feeling as well. Your progression has been fantastic. You played in just 12 games off the bench your, 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 your first year, your freshman year. And then you played in 29 games and started the final five games last year. How, how much confidence did that give you getting some starts late in the year that seems to have propelled you into this season? Uh, it gave me a lot of confidence coming into this season. Uh, you know, just starting the game off, sometimes both teams, they have a lot of energy. Uh, both, you know, the other team, they're going to come out playing just as hard as we do. Uh, and they're obviously going to have their five best players out on the court. So coming in um, against them gives me a lot of confidence. Uh, you know, it's a, it is a little bit different coming off the bench compared to starting. But at, in the end, you know, we're just going out and playing, playing basketball. You go out, you play hard. Play together as a team, and you have a good chance of winning. Let's go back to your high school days, Gilbert High School. Uh, I think you were all state there. Your team captain, you averaged sixteen and nine. Um, you know what was the recruiting process like for you? And tell us a little bit about how you ended up here playing for Coach Judkins. Uh, oh, so it's actually kind of a funny story. I played AAU uh, for a coach that he was actually pretty good buddies with Kent. Kevin Williamson, the head coach at St. Catharines. Okay. And so he kind of got me in contact with Kevin. Uh, and then we started texting and emailing. And I came up here on a visit um, while my brother played at Idaho State. So we came up here, watched a practice or two. And then I went back, back down to Arizona in like March of my senior year. And then I kept in contact with Kevin and then Judy at that time. Uh, and then it, they decided to offer me. And then uh, I accepted the offer. Then I decided to go on a, a two-year mission. So I left for two years, and I came back on, I think it was 2018 was my first year here. So by the time I came back, Kevin was gone. It was Jeremiah and Casey Winters <laughs> and then Juddy. So that's kind of how I got recruited here. It was my, my AU coach, Kevin, and then Juddy and, and uh, Jeremiah Barnes. Quick follow-up, where did you serve your mission? Uh, I served in Brazil. So 
I thought I could sense just a little tiny bit of accent. Your English is pretty darn good. You've shook most of it off. Are you staying fluent with the language? Yeah, I'm. Tr- I'm trying to stop talking to the some people I help there. So I love it, man. I love it. Uh, you like the food in St. George better or, or down there? <laughs> Oh, uh, they're both pretty good. So <laughs> what? My, my food's not the greatest. So, <laughs> what does a Dixie State College student eat? Take us through what your eating habits are, man. What's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Say tomorrow. You got to you got to intake a lot of protein, my friend. Yeah, so I I just eat a lot of eggs for breakfast. I'll throw make like egg burritos, whatever, and then lunch just like a sandwich. Kind of keep it light before practice, and then dinner just kind of. Depends how tired I am. Depends how much I want to cook. <laughs> yeah, it will depend on my dinner, but just like some chicken, a lot of pasta and rice before, uh, like a night or two before the games, kind of carb up. I love it. I love it. Getting to know Jacob Nichols, uh, named WAC Player of the Week. Uh, great start, averaging over 15 points a game in his first two games this season. Uh, how's the chemistry from a player's perspective, Jacob? Obviously, you've got two wins under your belt, but this is a big week coming up, like we were talking to Coach about with this game at Denver, and then you've got Utah State, and then SUU. Oh, this is a very telling stretch for you guys. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be a tough week. You know, we got four games in seven days, uh, so we got to kind of come together as a group. we got to be able to recover quick because we're traveling on the road a lot, so we got to be able to bounce back just as much as the first game as compared to the fourth game. Uh, and then definitely our team chemistry comes into that, you know, passing a good shot up for a great shot, as Judd always says. Uh, if some guy's hot, you know, if Frank's hit two or three threes, uh, we got to make sure we get him the ball again, get an open three. Uh, if someone's killing them, we just got to keep attacking, hit their the weak link on their on the opposing team. So uh, always got to have the best play in mind and the winning place. Give me more Juddy quotes. What 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 else has been a, a favorite quote of yours from Coach Judkins that you've noticed he says a lot during practice so far this season? Oh, we might have to take that off air. I don't know if our <laughs> viewers are. <laughs> no, a lot a lot of what Juddy says is um you know just rebound, defend, rebound, and run. That's his biggest things. Um, I would say that's what he says most in practice and in games. You know, because if you can't get a stop and you don't get the rebound, there's no way we're going to get our transition points. And that's where we can hurt a lot of teams, you know, pushing out fast and get some open layups. So I would say that's kind of his biggest quote, I would say. I love it. Rebound and run. Rebound and run. Nichols, get on the floor. I love it. I love it. Jacob, great to catch up with you, man. Congrats on the award. Expecting you to do it again now. Now you got one. Let's let's get some multiple Player of the Week awards and uh, keep it rolling, and good luck for you and the team. And we'll be in touch, my friend. Thanks for dropping by. All right, we'll do it. Thanks for having us. All right, that is the Trailblazer Coaches Show. First, Coach John Judkins, and that was Jacob Nichols. Uh, gr- great, great start to the season for the junior forward. Uh, he's about 6'5", but he plays bigger than that. I mean, he's taking charges. He can play inside out. He's a great slasher. And and like Judkins mentioned, he brings the energy, AT. He really does, uh, especially in that second half, the first eight minutes of the second half of the North Dakota. He had a great first half, taking nothing away from his first half. But that second half, he was he was getting all those 50-50 loose balls and hustle plays, which was huge. 